Charlie Goldsmith from the uh, Cincinnati Inquirer. Charlie, good morning, man. We appreciate your time. We know you're you're traveling and, and, and headed out to, to L.A. for the big game, but uh, we, we certainly do appreciate your time this morning. No problem at all, as long as I make it out to 80-degree weather by this evening. It's all good. <laughs> I think you're headed in the right direction, brother. Head west. So, I got to ask, how cold was it last night at the pep rally? Freezing, below freezing, and some of the snow still hadn't been shoveled in Paul Brown Stadium. But still, all 30,000 tickets they had available were sold uh, because this Bengals team has left such a strong mark on the city of Cincinnati. They wanted to get the chance to see him in person one last time. It was a celebration. It was another great moment in the legacy that Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and everyone else on the Bengals roster has built in the city. I, I was going to ask you, I, I had in my mind, I want, I want you to talk about what Joe Burrow has meant to it, it, Look, we all know, we, we watch, and we can see what the, the leadership skills look like on the football field, his abilities to play the game. But what, what has he meant to the community? I mean, it looks like, it looks like the city of Cincinnati has it just unbelievably embraced him, and he's embraced them. Exactly. He, he is so proud to be the quarterback for his home state team. Cincinnati so rarely, look at the city's history, they very rarely have that guy who is transcendent on the national stage like this. They had Pete Rose in the 1970s. They were very good in the 80s, but their star player was their left tackle, Anthony Munoz, and left tackles typically don't transcend like that. The Reds had Ken Griffey Jr. in the early 2000s, but he only had one winning season with Cincinnati. Again, the city has been waiting so long for uh, the opportunity to embrace one of their own. On top of that, Burrow's a home state kid who has a full appreciation and understanding of Bengals history, who's using that and discussing that in his recruiting meetings with free agents that the Bengals added in March heading into this season. Uh, Now the flip side is the city of Cincinnati has donated over a million dollars to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund. It's really a two-way relationship. What is the health of this football team going into Sunday? Yeah, the the big question mark is tight end C.J. Uzama. He's really the only key player who's dealing with an injury. They'd have a really hard time replacing his pass catching ability over the middle. He sprained his MCL, and the update I can give you is last night, he took off his knee brace, threw it 30 feet in the air like he was a WWE star, and then sprinted a lap around the field to to high-five every fan in attendance. So that seemed like a very positive development. Charlie, do you think the Cincinnati would be at this point without Jamar Chase? Not at all. Um, Joe Burrow, he he was a part of that voice as well in the process to draft Jamar Chase. The, The coaching staff was on board with that. The front office was on board with that. From top to bottom, there was a vision that what you need in the modern NFL is three wide receivers who are pure mismatches. And Chase is statistically the most explosive receiver in the NFL, has added a completely new dimension to the Bengals' offense, and that's frankly what they needed in every single playoff game and in their biggest regular season games as well. And I'm going to get you to – because I'm fascinated with Joe Burrow here. I'm, I'm going to take you back to Joe for just a second. And when you, when you talk about Joe Burrow and his relationship, not only with the, with the organization but with the community – does it compare to – I mean, where was Boomer Esiason? Where was Kenny Anderson and those kind of guys uh, with their relationship with the city compared to where Joe's relationship is? Yeah, yesterday I was having a conversation with a security guard at Paul Brown Stadium who had worked there for about 40 years and seen all of it. And he was talking about how he was used to 
people his age relating to Ken and Boomer in that incredible way. And he said he hasn't seen anything like that at all until Burrow came through this season. Uh, Bur- uh, Boomer, Ken, those are franchise legends. Uh, but Burrow is doing that for the next generation, uh, which hasn't had a person to rally around like that in a long time. Has this been a perfect storm with Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow coming together? It, exactly. The Bengals hired Zach in 2019 for a lot of reasons. One of them was because of the vision he had for a modern offense. The team he had in mind was led by a quarterback just like Burrow with that skill set. Burrow is probably the biggest reason for the Bengals' success, but he had been surrounded by a coaching staff and an offensive vision. And on top of that, a front office and coaching staff team-building vision that surrounds Burrow with all of the pieces he needed to be successful, specifically those wide-receiving threats. All the pieces have clicked together, and now the Bengals' offense is what got them here. Talking with Charlie Goldsmith of the Cincinnati Enquirer. Charlie, as far as the game goes, for me, I'm kind of worried about the Bengals' offensive line going up against this Rams' defensive line because they've, they've struggled throughout the year keeping Joe Burrow up. Uh, you know, Obviously, last year they let him get hurt. What are your thoughts on this matchup, and is that really going to be the deciding factor in the Super Bowl? It's totally strength against weakness. It's statistically the best pass rush in the NFL versus the third-worst pass-blocking block, pass unit in the NFL. And, and frankly, the Bengals are going to have to deal with having a lot of one-on-one matchups on guys like Bob Miller and Leonard Floyd. But here's what they need, and frankly, here's what they're expecting. Against the Titans and the Chiefs, Burrow made three or four plays in each game where he literally escaped a sack by himself, kept his eyes down the field, and either threw the ball or ran for a first down on a play where he probably should have went down. Burrow and his ability to respond when the pocket breaks in front of him, that's his gift. That's the Bengals' only way to overcome uh, that Rams pass rush because for sure they're going to get to it. Charlie, uh, the Bengals are in Super Bowl 56. How far ahead of the curve are they? I mean, this was – I mean, I don't think – we all, we, none, I don't think any of us had him, had the Bengals penciled into Super Bowl 56. So they, they obviously are ahead of the game a little bit. Just how far, in your opinion, are they ahead of the game? Yeah, Joe Burr said it himself. If you would have told him in training camp this would be a Super Bowl team, he would have told you you were crazy. Uh, but there were specific lessons, though, you can learn from this. The, the two are this. How quickly an offense can make the leap when you have great young wide receivers and multiple great young wide receivers. That's one lesson the Bengals show. And two, getting a deep, versatile group of veteran defensive free agents who have the football IQ and the locker room temperament to play together and click together immediately. That kind of defense can gel together really quickly. So the Bengals kind of now offer a blueprint, a blueprint for the rest of the league on how to kind of be the surprise team. The Bengals will win the Super Bowl if they do what? Yeah, Joe Burrow's got to make three or four of those plays that I mentioned. And here's the other thing. Matthew Stafford leads the NFL in interceptions this season. Most of his interceptions come on what I call gunslinger throws, tries to sling it 60 yards down the field and take a chance that the safety's out of position. The Bengals love their safety duo and Von Bell and Jesse Bates. And if they're in the right position, which they consistently were um, against the Chiefs to stop that offense in the second half, then the Bengals' defense could create a turnover, which could change the entire game. What are your thoughts on the matchup that we're going to see out there with Jalen Ramsey on Jamar Chase? Yeah, I, I want to see it as much as anyone, but but my guess is because Joe Burrow's productivity and his efficiency dropped so much against 
one, the blitz, and against when he's not blitzed, his production drops. And two, against zone defense, he's not as good as he is against man defense. My expectation is for those two reasons, the Rams do a lot of rushing for and dropping back seven in zone coverage without having one cornerback travel across one side of the field to keep up with a specific wide receiver. So we could get a couple of those Chase versus Ramsey matchups. I would love to see it. Uh, Ramsey is the kind of corner you would design to guard a receiver like Chase. But the the best way to stop the Bengals' offense is playing them a little differently, and that's my expectation. Hey, Charlie, man, we appreciate your time. Safe travels. Uh, we may try to catch up with you again if we can get you off the beach in, in, in L.A. <laughs> Perfect, guys. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks so much. That's, uh, that is Charlie Goldsmith.